good enough and getting better. Welcome to the podcast where we can pursue personal growth, not because we have to in order to somehow be good enough, but because we know we already are good enough. We are each a unique and rare expression of human life with no duplicate. And from this foundation, we pursue personal growth because we know we can and because we know we are capable of creating all kinds of different experiences in life. And we want to play with that capacity and expand our options. We make personal growth enjoyable and easy when we can approach it with joy and playful curiosity instead of lack and insecurity. So stay tuned and join me on this journey to be more rooted in our true self-worth and more empowered in our growth process. We are good enough and we are getting even better. Hi, I'm Laura Lenore. Welcome back to the podcast. This week, we are talking about self-forgiveness. Before I dive into this more directly, let's talk about investing for a moment, like stock market investing. In economics, there is a concept called sunk cost fallacy. And it's a common logical error people make in investing where we may hold on to a particular investment strategy much longer than we need to based on past experience rather than what's happening in the current moment. So for example, Jeffrey buys a stock at $50 per share and it shoots up to $100 per share, at which point he fixates on this idea that he has doubled the amount he initially invested, at which point he fixates on this idea that he has doubled the amount he initially invested. But then the stock tanks down to $30 and keeps going down from there. Logically, if you know it's likely to keep going down, then selling it before it drops further is the logical choice, right? But Jeffrey is hung up on how much time and original capital he has already put in, as well as the idea in his mind that he should have that higher amount from when the price was $100 per share. So he's holding on to it on the hope, however slim, that he will get back to where he thinks he should be. There's also some loss aversion at play here too, which is when we experience more pain at the idea of losing something than we are happy about gaining that same amount. So Jeffrey is avoiding feeling the pain of loss here by telling himself that it will bounce back rather than looking at what's really happening with the stock. In reality, it will actually hurt him less to face the loss now than if he waits until the price has dropped to $20 or even less, right? So why am I talking about the psychology of investing on a podcast about self-forgiveness? Well, going back to Jeffrey here, this example shows the cost of his unwillingness to let go of the past in a really concrete way, in literal dollars, right? Sometimes in the other areas of our life, it's not as obvious to us how holding on to self-criticism, shame, guilt, etc. are impacting the bottom line of our current day happiness, the health of our relationships, and considering how emotionally driven many of our career choices are, it may even be affecting your bottom line financially as well. In a real way, in various aspects of our lives, we all need to do exactly what Jeffrey needs to do, which is to be honest with ourselves about where we are right now, acknowledge our role and our true feelings about it, and allow ourselves to let go of past decisions, both the thing we did that didn't work and the things we wish we had done but didn't do, and to give ourselves permission to move forward from where we are right now instead of where we wish we were. 
This moment right now is really where our power lies. The power to improve things, to make the best choices we can for the future. We can't make as much real progress if we're stuck reliving past situations or so stuck in fear of repeating mistakes that we don't have permission to move forward. In the same way that Jeffrey is likely to feel some pain in the moment when he decides to confront and deal with the reality of his investment situation, we often feel discomfort facing the things we need to forgive ourselves for. It's usually true that the pain is not as bad as we anticipate, it doesn't last as long as we think it will, and that allowing ourselves to actually feel it, to acknowledge it, to work with it, however briefly, can be enormously helpful in releasing it so we don't have to keep feeling it over and over. So I know each one of you listening has a different story, different moments of your life where you may be carrying guilt, shame, self-critical thought patterns... So we'll talk about this a bit generally, but it is helpful to focus on specific details to really experience the process. So if you want to just take a moment right now, pause the podcast if you need to, and really think about some of the areas of your life where you have not let yourself off the hook for doing something wrong, for making mistakes, or not doing something you wish you had done. Some typical ones I hear about with clients are regrets related to breakups and past relationships that didn't go the way we had hoped, making supposed mistakes in our big choices, like what career to go into, whether or not to go to college, that sort of thing, as well as the small moments, like the day you screwed up a work project so badly that you lost the respect of your team or maybe even lost your job. And sometimes we blame ourselves for things that aren't entirely in our control, like I should have won that competition or qualified for that team. Whatever moment or issue comes to mind, let's work with that today. So just to clarify about the work we're doing in this episode, this is not about forgetting an event or even absolving ourselves of the real world consequences as those do exist. This is about allowing yourself to learn and grow and then move on in a way that allows you to do better moving forward and perhaps manage the consequences with perspective and resilience if that's a factor in your issue. Our real goal here in fostering self-forgiveness is really about growth and cultivating an ongoing habit of self-compassion. Now, ideally, this should be a situation from the past, and that might sound obvious, but there are times when we feel guilt and shame about a situation that we are still experiencing or even still perpetuating. If you're still doing the thing you feel bad about, then that needs to be addressed first especially if the behavior involves harm to other people. We all have all kinds of unconscious patterns that can drive our behaviors in ways we consciously know are harmful, but may still feel powerless to stop. And so if that's where you are right now, please seek help to stop the behavior first. Hypnosis is amazing at getting to the deeper roots of patterns that feel like they're out of our control consciously. Though whatever form of help is available to you and helps you to make that change, please do that first. Okay, that out of the way. The other thing to keep in mind here is that you want to choose something that is not too large or complex to wrap your mind around right now. So for example, if there is regret, guilt, or shame around the end of a relationship, rather than working with the whole story you have with this person, pick one event or instance to start with. Maybe it's a fight you had one night, or maybe even that is too much, and you can focus on that one hurtful thing you said that you wish you could take back. 
So just keep that in mind as we move through this process that if you are having trouble finding clear answers to the questions, you might need to take an even smaller piece of the situation. Typically, when we work on the smaller pieces, this actually shifts our thinking. The shifts actually generalize to the larger pieces at the unconscious level. So it's actually not like you have to go and work through an entire relationship in one minute increments. If you get enough of the key one minute moments, you actually change the whole thing automatically in a way. So now that you have a moment in mind, we are going to imagine stepping into this past moment and seeing our younger selves there experiencing this situation. For something that you did do, the moment is going to be a little bit easier to pinpoint. For something that you didn't do, like say there's a moment where you decided not to go to college and you regret that, just imagine sort of one of the key moments along the way to making that decision, right? A moment where you're making that decision. And if you have to sort of uh, create a montage scene to kind of get there, that's totally okay as long as it feels emotionally authentic to you. It doesn't matter if it's exactly the way it happened in real life. Also, this might be easier to imagine with your eyes closed. So if that is true for you, go ahead and close your eyes right now. And as we begin to observe this scene right now, making space for the details that we have remembered clearly, maybe over and over in your mind, and also allowing yourself to notice the details that you may have been overlooking up until right now. And we're just allowing the scene to unfold in your mind right now without our conscious mind trying to create it. Instead, just noticing and observing what's there as though we're just here visiting our younger selves, seeing the scene from the outside. And as you observe, just allow yourself to ask, what is it about this scene, this event or interaction that I didn't notice before? What circumstances and factors maybe I wasn't taking into account? Maybe I just didn't realize how young or naive I really was. Or maybe the situation was not really in my control as much as I had assumed. Or maybe there are some other things that you're allowing yourself to notice now from the outside that you were not aware of previously about this scene. Just notice whatever is there. Seeing your younger self through neutral eyes as much as possible as you notice the differences that this outside perspective brings to your awareness. And so notice at this exact age, at this emotional maturity level, at this level of experience and knowledge that you were at as your younger self, Does this younger version of you actually have all the resources that they needed to deal with the situation in a different way, in the way that you ideally would have liked them to? Or were they actually doing the best they could at the time, considering the circumstances, considering the whole picture mentally, emotionally, in terms of maturity and understanding? And it may be helpful to actually step into the experience briefly here as your younger self to see the scene through the eyes of this younger self, hear through their ears, 
experience it in their body right now for a moment, just to really notice the level of thinking, the emotions, the intentions that this younger you has in this moment that you're experiencing in this event. Just allowing yourself to take all of this into account as you're really putting together the whole story about what happened here. And stepping back out of your younger self, becoming your present moment self again here, seeing the younger self in the scene again from the outside. Notice as well what comes into your mind when you ask yourself how you have gained wisdom, experience, either from this event or since this event that lets you know that you are unlikely to do the same thing in the same way again. In events or circumstances where your behavior caused harm to others, have you done what you can to make things right? Or are you aware of additional steps that you are able to take in that direction? And taking all of this information into account, everything that you've learned, ask yourself, is there any real ongoing benefit to holding on to the negative feelings about this event? Or is that in fact holding you back in some way? Is it safe now for you to be able to let these negative emotions go? Okay, so if you've gotten through these questions, you may notice yourself already feeling a shift in how you feel about this event, about this past self, and that's great. So let's keep going here. And I want you to imagine again that we are looking at this younger version of ourselves. And actually, we're going to look right into their eyes. And with as much conviction as you can allow yourself to feel right now, I want you to actually say out loud, if you're able to, that you forgive them and what for. So with our earlier example, this might sound like, Jeffrey, I forgive you for holding on to that stock while it was taking a nosedive instead of selling. I forgive you for losing all that money. You were doing your best. You didn't realize at the time what was happening. And I forgive you for that. We're going to move forward and learn from this moving forward. So it's okay for us to let this go now. You can say something along those lines to your own younger self about this specific issue that you're working with here. Add in the important details from the questions too. Like if you know something wasn't really in your control, then you can use that insight to further let this younger self off the hook. Mention that you've learned from it, that you're doing things differently now, whatever feels important about this. So go ahead and say all of this to your younger self. And now we're going to imagine stepping back into your younger self. So you're seeing through your own eyes, hearing through your own ears, being in the scene as your younger self. And this time you're going to hear this forgiveness from your future self. All of those things that you just had to say, hearing the words, I forgive you. 
and the reasons and the explanations that you had to offer. Hearing that even though this wasn't great, you're going to be able to leave this in the past, you're going to be able to move forward the best way that you're able. So take a moment to hear this from your older self. Okay, great. And so now stepping out of that future scene, back into your present moment self, I want you to notice how this feels physically in your body. Perhaps you already feel a physical lightness in your body from releasing those old feelings of guilt, of shame, of regret, or perhaps you need to work with the sensations a little bit more directly at this point. So just allow yourself to notice what you're feeling right now as you're thinking of this specific event, right? We're just taking that small piece, not everything you've ever done, right? So as you think about that small piece, allow yourself to notice what you feel, And if you can find any of those sensations that are related to guilt, regret, and shame, go ahead and notice how you physically feel it in your body. Like maybe it's a tight feeling in your chest, or maybe it's like a churning knot in your stomach or something else entirely. And as you allow yourself to notice the feeling, where you feel it, how you feel it in your body, I want you to imagine that it has a color and a shape, that this feeling is sort of taking up space physically in your body in that way, like it's an object of some sort. And just let that information pop right into your mind. What color, what shape, what would this be? The exact answers don't actually matter. We're just working with the symbolism that comes from the unconscious mind, and it works just as well whether we understand what those colors and shapes mean or not. It's totally okay to just go with the first thing that pops into your mind. And So with this awareness then of the color and the shape, this one place in your body, if there's more than one place in your body where you feel something, then go with the first one. So there's usually a a sequence. I start to feel this and then this happens and then this happens. If you notice a sequence like that, go with the very first sensation physically that you have related to this event or this feeling. So then as you're aware of that, you're holding your awareness in your mind of what color and shape this feeling would be if it had a color, if it had a shape. I want you to breathe deeply, imagining the breath is actually reaching into that feeling place in your body, right into that place. And as you're breathing into that place, as slowly and in a relaxed way as whatever feels comfortable for you, right? I want you to repeat soothing words calmly into this place with each breath. Something like, I love you. I forgive you. It's safe to move forward. Deep breath. I love you. Deep breath. I forgive you. Deep breath. It's safe to move forward. And as you repeat these words or something like that, it doesn't have to be the exact same words, whatever feels right for you right now, for what you need to hear. Just allow that sense of calm to shift these feeling places in your body, this feeling place. And as you allow this feeling of calm, this breath to come into this place in your body, just notice what changes you can become aware of in terms of the shape or the color or perhaps other changes that you notice as well. Maybe you notice the old stuff just melting away, or maybe it transforms into something completely different. 
just keep going with the breathing and the calming words directed right into this place in your body where you were feeling that before until you notice the shift is complete. And this may just go all at once, just like that, or it may take a few minutes, or it may take a few times of coming back to it, noticing the feeling place in your body where that old shame, regret, or guilt used to live, and allowing that calming breath to fill those places with a different feeling, perhaps a feeling of understanding, of compassion, or maybe hope or certainty about your ability to move forward in a new way. Just noticing whatever that feeling is there instead, right? A lot of times if it began as a tight feeling, then we can notice when it begins to feel like an open feeling, uh, something along those lines. And so I'll leave you to complete this process. Feel free to pause the audio here and finish up if you need a little bit more time with this part of the process. And you can repeat this with as many things as you need to, although it's nice to give your system a little bit of a break to fully integrate the changes that you're making. So maybe don't do everything you've ever regretted back to back all at once. I hope this was helpful. I hope you are able to take a nice deep breath right now and actually feel the difference in your body. Perhaps you can already notice how this one area of your life, this one memory or event is feeling lighter, is feeling less, you know, sort of emotionally heavy. And the more you do this sort of work, the more it compounds. So the changes become more and more noticeable and profound in your life. So this is one that I suggest that you come back to, especially if you have feelings of shame, of guilt, of regret about the past that are still affecting your day-to-day life now, that are still popping into your mind as you're going about your business. If you have things that feel too big to tackle on your own, of course, getting help is a great idea. There are things that are a lot harder for someone to do on their own. Although there's also a lot of this work that we can do for ourselves. Um, Hypnosis is a wonderful tool. And if you think that you would like my help, I would be happy to chat about those issues. My phone consultations are free and you can book a time at lenorehypnosis.com. However you seek help for those things, knowing that prioritizing this self-forgiveness, this ability to have compassion for yourself, understanding for yourself is really helpful in being able to grow and move forward in our lives. So thank you for joining me today. I hope this has been really helpful. I would love to hear about your experiences with this process. Let me know at lenorehypnosis.com or you can find me at facebook.com slash good enough and getting better. If this has been at all useful for you today, I would love if you would leave a review for the podcast. Let me and others know what you think. Rating and subscribing and sharing are all great too. Thank you for helping me spread the word to more folks who would benefit. And of course, telling your friends who you know that they need help letting go of the past. That is so great too. I hope you have some wonderful, profound experiences bringing forgiveness, love, and healing to yourself, which actually also makes us better at showing love to others in our lives. Like the in-flight adage says, fasten your own oxygen mask before assisting others. And self-forgiveness is definitely one of those things that opens us up to being a better friend, a better partner, a better parent, etc. So work with this and let me know what you notice. Until next time. Bye for now.